Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Starring Dave Schilling, Kurt Nymphius, Ronnie Valentine, Joey Devine, Blair Rasmussen, Lafonso Willis, Kelvin the Fair Scarborough, Sean Keane, Tremaine Folks, Patreons, Dante Popoliski, thank you Dante, Adam Tory, thank you Adam, Chris Burton, thank you Chris, musical guest MGMT, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi! It's me, Joey Devine, and we are back with another episode of Round Ball Rock. I'm here, as always, with my friend, my co-host, my partner in non-crime, because we're good people, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Ah, uh, pretty good! Uh, just watched a little bit of preseason basketball. But before oh, yeah. we talk about basketball, oh, uh, some okay. business. That's called. That's what we call uh, like that. transition in the radio game. I learned that from Don Bluth in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> He's your godfather, right? No. Oh, oh. oh sorry. Um, I, I should have come up with something funny to say there, but um, I got distracted by my monitor. Anyway, um, first off, thanks to Vulture, the culture website, for uh, writing us up on their podcast of the week this week. That was exciting. 
Uh, and I have some, uh, I have, I would like to say, Sean, to all you mm-hmm. NBA billionaires out there, all you VC capital firms, uh-huh. please do not buy them and gut them, you fucking freaks. Uh, good website. Yeah, leave them alone. Friends of the pod. We're talking to you, Tom Gores. Don't buy them and gut them. No. That's, uh, the way I said that seems like that's what I want to happen, but I really no, don't. No, no, no. I yeah, legitimately yeah. don't. Let them keep doing their wonderful work, and if you have to buy them, just just stay hands off. Yeah. They're doing great. Um, also, more business. Uh, follow us on Twitter at RoundRockPod. Uh... Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh, Five-star reviews on iTunes are always helpful. And um, call us on the phone on the number in the description to this episode. Is that all the business, Sean? I think that is all the business. Uh, Yeah. All right. Should we do some news? Oh, hell yeah. All right, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Our first story is uh, Kyrie Irving already hurt his face. Um, He did. He played uh, one minute. Of the preseason game uh, against the Lakers tonight. Uh, he's wearing a mask because of his broken face. And uh, Rajon Rondo, the most likely LA Laker to hit him in that mask, did so. Yeah, of And he's, he's out of the game. Classic Rondo. Classic mm-hmm. Kyrie. I feel like Kyrie breaks his face kind of a lot. Yeah, weirdly, right? Yeah. Well, it's because he's got that third eye. Yeah, he's got what I was aiming for, and they yeah. hit his they hit his nose. But yeah, they're really going after the source of his power. Is this a good start for the Nets? Uh, we it got is the not. Owner defending China <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, shaming people for giving freedom of speech. We got Kyrie with a uh, to quote Frank Black in the Pixies uh, with a broken face. He does have a broken face. Yeah. Um, Good sign for yeah, no, the it's Nets. A... <laughs> I look, man. They, they, I feel like a lot of the. I mean, I talked about this a little bit on the preview, but uh, a lot of the goodwill people think they have for the Nets is about guys that aren't Nets anymore, mm-hmm. or have maybe been blocked by DeAndre Jordan. Uh, I will say, um. It's it is a good sign for the Nets that Katie has wild out on Twitter so much it's not even news anymore. It's just something <laughs> right. that happens every day. Uh I so mean, that's a positive. <laughs> maybe he keeps them out keeps it out of the locker room, but I don't think that happens at all. I think being on social media look, Kevin Durant said he's on he spends like ninety minutes a day answering Instagram comments and like messages just watching his entire inbox. Yeah, watching people like come near suicide from afar or whatever creep-ass, like, emotional vampire shit he's up to. Um, It seems to be making him worse. It does not seem like it is cathartic. It seems like he is so on... He's like the lawnmower, man. He's so online (laughs) that it's going to be coming into the the IRL universe. 
Do you think that's a nickname he'd turn down? The Lawnmower the Man? man. <laughs> well, if if you, like, explained it as you're like, no, you just seem like the kind of guy who'd be, like, mowing lawns for people you in the like neighborhood. You seem like an autistic man who <laughs> becomes a VR god? Is that yeah, what that like, movie's about? <laughs> I think it is. And also, I think the Lawnmower Man is played by the guy who already played Max Headroom. Is that I right? I believe that's true. I believe also... Isn't he, I mean, isn't it also Drop Dead Fred? Isn't that also the same guy? No, it is not. Oh, okay. the, the Drop Dead Fred is, like, Australian, I think. <laughs> uh, he is he is the mean dad in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, though. Okay. Makes sense. Also a lawnmower-based film. Um, <laughs> he's our premier lawnmower actor. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, he's the Kevin Durant of Hollywood. Fair. Uh... All right, that's all we had to say about the Nets, right? Uh, Sean, do you uh-huh. have anything you want to say about uh, China today? Yeah, look, uh, I know that there's been hurt feelings on both sides. Um, I don't really agree with the extremity of the Chinese reaction, but I understand that there there can be some backlash when you feel like, uh, you know, a country you're already in a trade war with is is threatening your sovereignty. That being said, China has gone too far, Joey. What? What happened? More human they, rights violations? Uh, I, I haven't really been paying attention to that, actually. Uh, prob- probably, honestly. Um, but no, I'm talking about uh, the planned logo unveiling. The new logo for the NBA 2K League. They were going to unveil that logo in China, and they just cancel it. <gasps> Didn't happen. We're never going to be able to see that logo, no! Joey. Oh! We got to see it. Unveiling. We got to... We gotta tweet about it. We need think pieces about it. And those, those guys over there doing their thing. God, the NBA is really something. <laughs> the WNBA was having their N- their finals tonight, the finals. and they were gonna un they were gonna unveil the NBA Two K logo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, congratulations to the Washington Mystics. Uh, friend of the pod, Jamel Johnson. Friend of the pod, Jamel Johnson. Uh, after that, friends of the pods, the Dunktown podcast. They're big on the WNBA. The the what? The Dunktown the Dunktown? Dunktown podcast. Also big WNBA fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did we say Airbuds for Jamel? Oh, we did not yet. Airbuds. Airbuds podcast. Listen to Jamel on Airbuds. Airbuds is great. Also, friends of the pods. Yeah. Um. Uh, go see him do stand up. Um. Any other friends? Yo, what a what a. What a two days for the Washington, the city of Washington sports team. In fact, you know what kicked this all off, Joey? What? So I was thinking of the Nationals coming back, uh, stealing, br- destroying Clayton Kershaw's final Horcrux. Uh, they were all in baseballs that were hit out of the park during the playoffs over the years. Uh, advancing their first series win in history. The Mystics win the WNBA title, but it was all triggered by the Washington Redskins making Jay Gruden go to work at 5 a.m. so they could fire him when he got there. Mm-hmm. What a, I mean, it had it, that's that's everything you could ever expect from Washington sports, right? Um, well, it's a city of champions, Joey. Was John Wall like falling down somewhere, uh, injuring his entire body behind Jay Gruden somewhere? Because that's. Yeah, that would I mean, encapsulate it all. I assume yeah. that was probably happening in his home, yeah. <laughs> but 
Um, I mean, that's the wizard's way, Joey. <laughs> All right, do you have another story, Sean? Uh, one other thing that happened in China that I found kind of like, like, okay, Lakers probably felt pretty good about their first preseason game Look, against the Warriors. And I read and, this sentence, and I still don't believe that it's true. Right. It's like, it. it's possible that the Lakers are going to be playing in a cartoon universe this year, because uh, at, the, at the preseason game in China... Uh, in warm-ups, Dwight Howard threw an alley-oop to himself off the backboard, and his warm-up pants fell down. Wow. I mean, that's... That's what... That's what you're in for, Lakers, until you cut him. <laughs> that is going to keep happening all the time. Did he do it on purpose? As, like, a gag? I'm sure he might have done it as a gag, but... I kind of think his pants just fell down because he lost all that weight. He's like 170 now. Yeah, that's he? true. He, he's, yeah, he loses 30 to 40 pounds every summer. <laughs> um, all right, do we have to talk about Trump? Do you want to talk about Trump? Uh, I mean, I, I, just bring it up, I guess. Okay, uh, earlier this week, Steve Kerr gave a really chicken shit answer about China, and then Donald uh, Trump made fun of him. Uh, yeah. And look, call them a scared little. Boy. Yeah, look, I, here's what I'm going to say real quick. Uh, Donald Trump sucks. Uh, he's the worst. Avoiding a question about China by making fun of someone avoiding a question about China is uh, cowardly. But what I will say is I did think it was funny. He called Steve Kerr a scared little boy. It's definitely funny. <laughs> um, much like a lot of horrifying things around Trump, there's still... Like, the comedy of him being afraid to walk downstairs mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like, like those, look, it's a painful time right now, but uh, those things are still going to, those are going to be really funny um, mm -hmm. in hindsight. Steve Kerr did kind of seem like a scared little boy, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess so. I don't, I don't care if anyone else ducks the question about China. Like, it, like, like yeah. in that situation, after it was like somebody said something innocuous and they're like burning you in effigy, it's very easy just to, look. Don't make a statement that's like, we love China, please come back to us. But I don't really have a problem with Steve Kerr just being like, I'd, I'd rather just like, <laughs> this is the first time I've been coaching this team and there's like 80 reporters instead of 100. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My back still hurts every day. Um, no, I'm I'm fine with people like ducking a question on China and saying, I don't really know what I'm talking yeah. about. That, that's okay with me. Um, but and then Kerr, yeah, Kerr responded yeah. today. Do you want to talk about Kerr's response? Kerr's response was lengthy. Uh, he just brought up that he he says that he mostly he tries to talk about gun control because that's the issue he like knows more about. Says he doesn't know anything about the Ukraine, which was uh, a backhanded shot at Donald Trump. Uh, but essentially, the the meat of his statement was a uh, little bit of little bit of a. Uh, both sides stuff with with Kerr, but but in a larger sense, where he was like, well, you know, I have been to the White House a lot. Uh, I went in 1984 after my father was murdered by terrorists, and uh, he's like, Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Uh, Bush were polite. He wasn't even like, I agree with those guys. I mean, again, it was a, it's a little bit like Ellen, right? Yeah, he's, he uh, looks kind of like Ellen, too. He so does kind of look like, like Ellen, yeah. Uh, uh, so it makes sense but he he was, to be friends with a yeah. bush. Yeah, but he's mainly like, I can't believe the president 
is such an asshole. Also, my father was murdered by terrorists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. That sucks, Steve Kerr. Yeah. I will I will say that. I am against uh the assassination of Steve Kerr's father. No, that's the good. Of the I'm, we are the first podcast to have come out officially against that, so I'm not a scared little boy, I'll say it. Um speaking of not being scared little boys, you know what uh, uh scared grown men like you and I do, Sean? What's that? We bet money on basketball. Hell yeah. And you know where the best place to bet money on basketball is? Oh, what's that? Oh, mybookie.ag, baby. Hell yeah. Um, I uh, I've made I made some bets with them a couple weeks ago, actually. Oh, did you? I was, what did you bet? Yeah, uh, I bet on all of the week one NFL losers who were underdogs in week two. Mm-hmm. Did you win? I won two of my bets, and one of them was a push. Hey, that's what you do at mybookie.ag, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, it's unfortunate you made that bet a few weeks ago, though, Sean. I know. Because uh, you could have used promo code ROUNDROCK, and you know what they would have done? I, I have no idea. They, they, they given me... They would have matched, matched a dollar for every dollar you put in. Oh, you know what? Because $1,000. I... I actually, they, I used a, a round ball rock promo code when I first became a MyBookie gambler, and they did match it, and it was great. Uh, yeah. That's right, baby. Your, your big boys, Sean and Joey, are all grown up, <laughs> and we're here <laughs> to tell you to gamble at MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code ROUNDROCK. They will match any new members. They'll match you dollar for dollar. And, um... Sean, since we're doing our Northwest preview, do you want to hear uh, the odds at mybookie.ag for the Northwest Division? Absolutely. So these are division-winning odds. Yep. Okay. Uh, So the Oklahoma City Thunder are plus 10,000. That's, you bet $100, you win $10,000. Okay. It's pretty good. Minnesota Timberwolves, plus 7,500. Okay. Portland Trailblazers, plus 330. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, plus 135. Oh, they're just, yeah. And the Utah okay. Jazz, your favorites oh. to win the division at plus 125. Ooh. And you know what? I like those bets because I know a lot about basketball. But right. uh, did you know, Sean, uh-huh. that at mybookie.ag, you can bet on uh, what will the name of the next pope be? What? Yep. You sure can, baby. <laughs> Your clubhouse leader right now is either Leo or Francis at plus 330. Uh-huh. Uh, but you can get Anastasius for plus 2,500. You can get Simon Ooh. for plus 5,000. So Simon is like the Minnesota Timberwolves of the Pope name. You can get Sylvester for plus 6,600. De- Joey, it sounds like no one else gives you more ways to win than mybookie.ag, it's... whether you like basketball or the pet. Papacy. <laughs> Papacy. Papacy. That's right. And if you join now, please do use the promo code ROUNDROCK. Uh, visit mybookie.ag today. You play. You win. You get paid for naming the Pope. <laughs> well, thanks, mybookie.ag. All right, Sean. It's time for our Northwest Division preview. Wh- why don't you tell us which character from Lost is the mm-hmm. Northwest Division? Well, look, as we all know, there were six candidates to take over the island from Jacob and Lost, six divisions in the NBA. It's not a coincidence. Uh, 
we're all about the numbers at Round Ball Rock and also about the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, previously, the Southwest Division was Hugo Hurley Reyes. The Atlantic Division was Kate. The Central Division was Sawyer. The Northwest Division is Sun Quan. That's right. Uh, because Denver is pregnant with possibilities, gestating a dynasty, but all the previous basketball teams in Denver died. She took over the family business, just like the Timberwolves like to do things, and <laughs> schemed to escape her taskmaster husband, Jin, just like Jimmy Butler did with Tom Thibodeau. Oklahoma City saw its two superstars mysteriously disappear, just like Sun's husband, Jin, after the freighter exploded. Instead, she had to hang out with an embittered, overrated man who likes to punch people. That's Chris Paul, not Dr. Jack Shepard. And when Sun got desperate, she was willing to bring in men with guns, whether it was the others or her father's gangster henchmen, just like the Portland Trailblazers and Hassan Whiteside. Congratulations, Northwest Division. Congratulations, Sun Quan. Uh... That was great, Sean. Um, and as everybody who listens knows, I've been uh, going through each division. There are six divisions and, of course, six members of the band Blondie. And mm-hmm. I believe and I've been naming which division is each member of which band of the band Blondie. And I, of course, believe that the Northwest Division is drummer Clem Burke. I uh, think it's pretty self-explanatory. No explanation needed. Congratulations, Clumberg. <laughs> um, all right, Sean. Our first team, we listed them first because we respect them. There is mm-hmm. no lack of respect here at Round Ball Rock for the Utah Jazz. Last year, they went 50 and 32, good for a fifth in the West, and they lost to Houston in the first round, 4 to 1. They were 15th in offense, 2nd in defense, 13th in pace, and they went 54, or, sorry, their expected record was 54 and 28. They said goodbye to Tabo Cephalosha, Epe Udo, Raul Neto, Kyle Korver, I'm so sorry, Jazz fans, I'm so, so sorry that you lost Kyle Korver. Well, he wrote that essay, so he had to go. Jay Crowder. Ricky Rubio, and the man who does not exist, Derek Favors. Mm-hmm. They said hello to Emmanuel Moutier, Jeff Green, oh boy, Ed Davis, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Mike Conley. All right, Sean, my first question for you mm-hmm. is, um, if you're on Twitter, you'll hear jazz men talking about how good the team's building block stats are. Are they underperforming their point de- point differential for a reason, or is this random? Um, I think it's not super random. I think they might... They seem more motivated to blow teams out, almost as if they're going for the point differential, mm-hmm. Joey. That is the sense I get. It's like, <laughs> because they're so upfront about it, it almost feels like... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They had a they had a good bench too, but like, it just seems like like if you looked at their team last year, do you think that fifty and thirty two was a more representative record or fifty four and twenty eight? Fifty and thirty two. Right. So I think I think there's a certain amount where they're almost seeking 
the point differential almost more than the win-loss record, if that makes sense. Do you think they're doing that, or... Well, I mean, it could just be the framing of yeah. it, too. It, it, I don't know. I think it's more the framing, a framing problem, right? <laughs> I mean, I hopefully, yeah. But you just hear a lot of things, like, it's always like, well, they were the best team in the league for the last 54 games. And then, you know, the playoffs happen. But my thing is always, okay, so isn't a team that's always really good at one thing and average to below average at the other half of the game, isn't their expected record always fucked up? Yeah, I guess that, I guess that makes sense. Like, because if you that were also... second in offense and 15th in defense, wouldn't you also have a fucked up record? Because... I think that's right. Because, you, because yeah, because it's the stuff at the extremes that is, like, where that Pythagorean win stuff breaks down. Right. Yeah. Um, my first question for you, Sean, sorry, second, is, uh, how is Jeff Green gonna, uh, replace Jay Crowder, considering they're basically the same disappointing person? <laughs> right, but like... one has dreadlocks? Yeah, because it... <laughs> <laughs> so, Jay Crowder, um, it seems like when he was with the Celtics, that whole thing was working better. And it seems like he's been in a little bit of a tailspin hmm. since he got traded. You know who else his whole thing was working better with the Celtics? Uh, Jeff Greens, except for uh, his, I mean, you know, he had some medical. Heart, I'm yeah, not yeah, talking yeah. about his heart issues. Right, I mean, right, his right, basketball right. playing. Yeah, I mean, he seems like, looking at this team, you're like, well, that he seems like a pretty solid back. I got that guy for cheap again. Um, but if you, but if you look at the team, he's like their top reserve Mm -hmm. in general, I think. Um, because there's, there's not like a ton of wing depth and the backups for like, okay, go ahead. Are they going to start Boyan, you think? Yeah. I mean, I think what they're doing is, uh. It's what it's going to be Conley Mitchell and then the the weirdo pairing of Joe Inglis and Bo- and Bogdanovich, right? And then I think you know, and then Rudy Gobert mm-hmm. is that. I, I mean, that's, think pretty that's how they're going to do it. Dude. It's pretty it tight, is, but like, but but I mean, it, it look Bogdanovich rules, Inglis rules, Mike Conley rules, uh, Donovan Mitchell's pretty good. I'm not going to say rules yet. Mm, there's some you know, he's, he's, he's only a graduate rookie right now a little too um, thirsty for me frankly that's the only thing and you know has not look he's had to carry a heavy scoring load yeah. but i'm wondering if there's a little bit of tatum there you know where it's like we got a little too excited about this guy for being good as a rookie and then you know i don't know he's he's good their starting five is great mm-hmm. but you go to the bench and it's like, uh, you know, you you're you're getting into Royce O'Neal, uh, I actually whatever like games Royce Dante. O'Neal. What's up? I actually like Royce O'Neal though. Um, He's fine. <laughs> doesn't he like not even have a guaranteed contract though? Probably not. But he. Rules. I mean, that doesn't I like that. Him. I mean, he yeah. would he would play thirty three minutes a game if he was on the Golden State Warriors this year. But that has more to say about the Golden State Warriors wing rotation than the Utah Jazz one. I'm always surprised. Like I'm with Royce O'Neal, I'm always 
I don't know. Like, he's just probably good. He's fine. Yeah, I think right? he's good. Uh, and Dante uh, Exum is good if he plays games. Uh, right. Is I, he going I've, to? I've kind of given up on that, I think. Uh, Royce O'Neal, I mean, he... Yeah, he's fine. He's good. He's good. He's a fine supporting player. It's just they, they don't have a ton of depth, is mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Like, you get to Jeff Green backing up, you know, pretty quickly. Sure. Uh, but, you know, they've got Moutier. <laughs> yeah, they've got, they've got Moutier and... Look, man, it, I mean, Jeff Green to me is a paradox because uh, he never seems that bad, but it seems like having Jeff Green... Just, just, just a bummer, and I don't think that's not really fair. But I also feel like that's what the evidence says. But yeah, you look at this. You look at this. Their depth chart: great starters. Your backups, according to ESPN.com, Emmanuel Mudiay, Dante Exum, Royce O'Neal, Jeff Green, Ed Davis. Ed Davis is probably the best backup, and he's backing up the guy who needs the least backup. Yes. I mean, I will say Ed Davis... Okay, from Favors to Davis is not that big of a drop-off. You know what I mean? Favors is really good. Is really well, good if just... you can play him at center, but like... Exactly. That's... Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, you know the answer, though, right? You gotta stagger... You got to stagger the lumpy white dudes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You got to have one of those guys on the court at all times, uh, <laughs> making people feel weird about their hairlines. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. That's what you need. Plus, that way they're not going to shake hands, and the world's going to end. South yeah. Tales style. <laughs> always, always been a risk with these guys. <laughs> um, I love Boyan. Uh, I like these moves. Look. Anytime a team with a really good defense is like, you know what? Fuck it. We're adding all offense this year. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm no, it's, super it's, into that. <laughs> it's a super fun team. And yeah, and again, the starting five is great. Uh, this also might just be like not that big a concern because they'll just play, uh, what's his name? Georges more. He seems decent. Or they'll just have like bio guys that come in. Yeah. It's, I don't know and, if bio guys are going to Salt Lake City, dude. But, I mean, they have before. Have they? Um, I thought they did. <laughs> I mean, oh, I guess they traded for a bunch of those guys. But, like, Joe Johnson came there. He seems like the He classic. signed there as a free agent. Right, but he just still seems like a go-somewhere-fun dude. That was a get-paid move, though. That was his last chance to get paid. They paid Joe Johnson the big bucks. Because you know what Joe Johnson gets, Sean? Uh, buckets? The big bucks. Oh. Um, also Big Buckets, him. too. Um, yeah, they did pay him a lot. Okay, great. Uh, Sean, <laughs> you have a question about their point guard situation. Yes. Ask it. Joey, is Mike Conley that big an upgrade on Ricky Rubio? Yes. Yes, he is. As much as I love Ricky Rubio, uh, the only thing Ricky Rubio is, a bigger, is better at on a basketball court is attitude. Um, Mike Conley is better at literally everything else. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know. Mike Conley is really Conley's good. Been... Again, Mike Conley, just... best yeah. player ever to never make an all-star team. Is he going to make an all-star team this year? That should be our question. Sean, is Mike Con- is this the year Mike Conley makes an all-star team? Joey, 
It's not. <laughs> I mean, look, look, it's just it's it's unfortunate that he's playing guard in the Western Conference at this time. This is not even a slight on him, but um especially now that LeBron is the starting point guard for the LA Lakers, that that might have knocked him out right there cuz you've got Curry's making the All-Star team. Harden's making the All-Star team. Westbrook is making the All-Star team. LeBron's making the All-Star team. And I don't think Mike Conley is going to have a better year than Damian Lillard. And it kind of seems like the Utah Jazz have already put their eggs in the Donovan Mitchell hype basket. Well, I mean, it's also... They gotta get Rudy Gobert on the All-Star team. (laughs) Oh, that's true. (laughs) Or his mom's gonna kill herself. (laughs) She was she was bummed out, Joey. All right, Sean. We gotta save a life and get Rudy Gobert on that all-star team. Ask your final question about the Jazz. Okay. Can Rudy Gobert break his own single-season dunk record, a totally real record that everyone knows about and knew about before last season, and not something invented by the Utah Jazz stat department because they thought he might cry? I'm gonna say no. No. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Was Babe Ruth going to hit <laughs> 61 home runs? Um, all right, Sean. Their over-under is 53 and a half. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, slight under, just because I like them better as a playoff team, and I like them less as a regular season team. Yeah, I'm also taking the under, I think. Like, with this team, uh, I think they. this is a 51-win team. I think that sounds about right. Just like the defense should be good. Uh, Ingles, like uh, your forwards are good. But I just, I think they're going to be cautious with Mike Conley, as they should. And, you know, their backups might be fine. Moutier, it might not matter. But it just seems like a team that I think might be a little more postseason oriented than they've been before. I mean, the guy they should be being careful with is Dante Axum. Uh, well, I don't... He, I don't... Bird, his, he has the, that bird bone disease, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough that he has those bird bones. Um, yeah, I don't even mean this to be disrespectful, because I think they are winning 50 games, and they're better than last year. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a slide under. Yeah. And I say that with the most possible respect all right our next team is of course the denver nuggets last year they went 54 and 28 good for second in the west they lost to portland after seven games and 54 overtimes Mm -hmm. uh they were sixth in offense 10th in defense uh 27th in pace slow wouldn't have guessed that and i think that's the joker factor baby (laughs) and their expected record was uh, almost the inverse of the Utah Jazz, 51-31, and 31, but they won 54 games. So on paper, the Jazz should have been the two seed, mm-hmm. and I think we would have had a very different postseason tournament. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they said goodbye to Trey Lyles, Tyler Lydon, Isaiah Thomas, Thomas Welsh, and Brandon Goodwin. They said hello to Michael Porter Jr. Bull Bull. And look, I know he was on the team last year, but he wasn't. You know what I mean? He was not. He's not. No, he's new. He's new! Uh, PJ Dozier. Great name. Tyler Zeller. And Jeremy Grant. 
Sean, my first question for you. Mm-hmm. Does it worry worry you that there's a Zeller and a Plumley on this team? Boy, does it ever. <laughs> but but at the same time, they... Look, they... I'm going to say that there may have been a league bylaw that meant they had to sign Tyler Zeller when they got rid of Tyler Lydon. Mm-hmm. I think that... Look, I, I'm, I have no information to back this up, but just... Doesn't it seem like Denver is like a big Tyler town. Like I would say San Diego and Denver. Forget it, Jake. It's Tyler town. Yeah. For Uh and by Tyler's. Uh Uh-huh. Sean. Mm -hmm. This team is incredibly deep. And they got deeper, bringing in Jeremy Grant. uh, And Michael Porter Jr., who it seems like they might actually play this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are they too deep? I mean, there's a certain argument for that. The thing is that Gary Harris and Will Barton were both banged up a lot last mm-hmm. year. And so it it seems like the guy who kind of needs minutes the most is Malik Beasley. Mm-hmm. Like like Paul Millsap is probably content to 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 yield some minutes to to Jeremy Grant and uh Wancho, you know. Um and Michael Porter Jr. And I guess Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I mean I mean however that forward situation shakes out like it's not really it's not clear who's gonna start necessarily i guess they'll probably still start barton i mean they promised him they'd start him isn't that part of why you signed that deal right but is that like <laughs> is that is forever he like a witch yeah like, like, <laughs> he's not he's not like an elven king you know what i mean he's like I mean, he did start all of last year but um i mean i guess there's a but yeah you've just got like it's weird because the small forward position was was really a hole. Will Barton was not ideal, but they kind of didn't have another one unless they were moving Paul Millsap down. And now it's like they have a bunch of guys that really could work out there, mm-hmm. but you don't like you don't really know what you're going to get from Michael Porter or Wancho or you know. And then Tory Craig was the starter in the playoffs, and it's just it. It's nice to have a lot of options, but in a way, it's like you'd kind of rather just have one real good guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, would you rather have Bogdanovich or Craig Barton and Michael Porter Jr.? Well, I would rather have Michael Porter Jr., I think, just because of a... It's very, it's, oh, salary reasons But and also stuff. just the chance, there's a chance that... There's a chance that he's worse than Bogdanovich, but also a chance that he's like a five-time All-Star. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, I just mean, like, looking at the team this year, um... They're gonna... They're this kinda, is the year they make a trade, right? Well, I, I think it just seems inevitable because, you know, it's a testament to their player development and everything that they have, all this talent assembled. And, you know, Jokic and Murray and Harris are all locked up for a while. I guess so is Barton. But, um, yeah, it feel, it feels like the year, to, to me, it feels like that small forward spot, you know, that, that's like the place where you can really get some value. Except I don't really. fine, and there's backups. Feel, I mean, I guess Gallinari, but he's even more of a forced uh, now. Well, they had him. They already had him, you know. 
Yeah. But I just mean, uh, it doesn't really seem like there's going to be a three. There's going to be a three available, is what I mean. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe. I did, I, I did not look at the available candidates, but like... I mean, there's... They're not they're not getting a new shooting guard, point guard, or center, and they already have two pretty good power forwards. So they there's a guy I think they should trade for, actually. Oh, who is it? Uh the Scrub Lord Bradley Beal. Oh well I mean that would be yeah, yeah. I guess that's I guess that's the other option is going really big. Um and that would be something like Gary Harris and a pick and one like just yeah. their pick of young guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, that would be really tight. Because also he would take a lot of the uh, the burden off of Jamal Murray at the end of games. Right. Which is something Gary Harris can't really do. Um, all right. Yeah. My next question for you, Sean. Is Mike Malone going to play Jokic 65 minutes in a playoff game again this year? I mean, he might. <laughs> he, he, uh, it didn't stop him last time from playing him... All four overtimes, and I think probably the entire fourth quarter of that game too. Uh, you know what? No, I think he probably learned his lesson. I think he'd, I think he'd set him down for a minute or so, I, at least in the midst of that max of sixty-two. I have never seen anyone quite as tired as Jokic was in that game. It it looked like like a boxer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't. He wasn't even like he was still. You know, playing relatively well, but just, boy, did it look like he was going to die. Okay. My next question, Sean, is Uh what or who should be sacrificed to the horse statue at the Denver airport to ensure a conference finals appearance? Ooh. Okay, so that's really good. You know, I think it's got to be, whatever it is, it's going to be wrapped in a John Elway jersey first. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what would be cursing the Nuggets. I think ideally, you would want like, like an effigy, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't make it of one person. It would be like one of Carmelo's hats, uh, like a John Elway jersey. Maybe like you could put like, uh, uh, like like, uh, Patrick was hockey stick on it or mm-hmm. something like that um oh 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 and you need and also you want to uh, this is actually what it would be i'm gonna back off that effigy idea joey you find the car that todd helton was driving when he got that dui uh and was drinking red wine out of a giant solo cup mm-hmm. you douse that car in the red wine and you burn it in front of the horse todd helton's car that's the reason that t- or truck or whatever it was. Um, my answer is uh, it's nothing because if you do sacrifice something to the horse statue, it opens up the gates of hell that are sitting under the Denver airport, uh, and you don't want that to happen. But yeah, if you did have it's... to sacrifice something, it would be one of Doug Moe's stupid hats. Oh, God! What a what a dumb hat team. <laughs> I bet I bet Jokic has some bad ones. <laughs> All right, Sean. Over under 53 and a half. If you were going on mybookie.ag and using the promo code ROUNDROCK, what? This is an over. They're 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 just uh, uh, uh just like okay, Jokic was one of the like five best players in the league. 
Mm-hmm. I think he could miss like 15 games and they'd still win like 54, 55 games. Yeah, this feels like a 55, 56 win team to me too. I'm also taking the over and I would bet on them for the number one overall seed. I think I think that's also correct. Yeah. It just seems like a team that's going to still try in the regular season. And they're, they're like, young, and they're very deep, and, you know, it's, it's like, a lot of the things that make them very prime for uh, a bunch of stuff for one guy trade also just seems like they have a lot of regular season insurance. Um, all right, Sean, the Portland Trailblazers. Last year, they went 53-29. and 29. Uh, good for third in the West. They uh, humiliated the Oklahoma City Thunder 4-1, to one, ending that team forever. Uh, then they beat Denver four to three, but then they got swept by the Golden State Warriors in the conference finals, even though they led most of those games by at least 15 points. Yeah. At some point they did. Yeah. Um, they were third in offense, 16th in defense, 18th in pace, and their expected record was 51 and 31. They said goodbye to Jake, the white squall, squall layman. Uh-huh. They said goodbye to Seth, not... Seth Curry, they said goodbye to, I'm sorry, Portland. They said goodbye to Myers Leonard. (sighs) Pour one out for Big Corpse. They said goodbye to Mo Harkless. They said goodbye to Enos Cantor. They said goodbye to Evan Turner. And they said goodbye to Al Farouk Aminu. Basically, they said goodbye to every contract, they disastrous (laughs) contract they signed. Uh Uh-huh. They said hello. A really good one from 2015. Yeah. They said hello to Nasir Little, Pau Gasol, Anthony Tolliver, Mario Hazonia, Hassan Whiteside, and Kent Bazemore. They also extended Dame and CJ and Rodney Hood. Mm-hmm. Now, my first question for you, Sean. Uh,. Yusuf Nurkic is out until February. How much of a downgrade is it to replace him with Hassan Whiteside? I would say on some teams, severe. But on this team, I think it's not that bad. Because Whiteside's definitely overrated and limited, but he's not actually bad, if that makes sense. Like, like if he weren't making, like, 23 24 million dollars a year it wouldn't really bother people that much that he's like he makes a lot of mistakes he kind of goes for blocks too much uh because he's still actually really good at rebounding and you know he can't make a jumper but like he doesn't really have to do that on this team and um i feel like this is a real dame lillard terry stotts team chemistry kind of guy who's just he's just not like like he's he can't bring everyone into his web of misery Mm -hmm. like he could in other places um and Nurkic is yeah he's back he's out to like february i think yeah that sounds right Whiteside's like i don't know i mean you're not gonna like him portland you probably won't enjoy the experience (laughs) but but also He's not like the, he doesn't like, I feel like he's not going to be that frustrated when you're not thinking about the money because it, 
kind of isn't real money. You know, the like, like problem, they didn't sign him to it. It's expiring, you know? The problem with him is uh, he yells at coaches and pouts and shit when he gets pulled out of the game. Like, he's, like, really toxic yeah, to a locker I just think, room. I just think of all the places Hassan Whiteside could go, this is maybe the best place to mitigate that. Because also, they kind of could just suspend him. You know, like, like uh, there's, I mean, they, they, they do need to play him. They are going to need those minutes. Uh, Why? They have Pau Gasol. Oh, yeah, Pau Gasol. That's right. It's weird. It's that all their additions are, like, dudes I like on paper. I mean, except Whiteside. And, like, in my heart, I'm like, yeah. And then I look at what they actually do, and I'm kind of like, well. But, like, a bunch of former Warriors... Love Pau Gasol. Why um, you love Mario Hazonia? I do love Hazonia. I love Bazemore. I love Tolliver. Yeah, like four of the five guys I really like. And I think Nasir Little has a lot of potential. But, like, in terms of these guys actually being super helpful next year, uh, that I, I am, like, less convinced by. It seems to me they're really betting big on Zach Collins, but also while, like, kind of... um scolding him at the same time you know what i mean where it's like uh we need you to play super well we traded away all these guys mm-hmm. but also guess what you're not gonna start because we brought in this guy everybody thinks sucks the thing is he's still gonna start though because they, they don't oh, have i guess they don't have forward. aminu and harkless anymore yeah, yeah i yeah, will yeah. Like, never like... not be used to those guys not being portland trailblazers exactly in the thing the thing <laughs> is it's like i don't I don't really have a problem with any individual they moved in. I understand wanting Kent Bazemore instead of Evan Turner, but just a lot of guys left. Yeah. Um, again, you've got Zach Collins starting alongside Rodney Hood and Hassan Whiteside. That's three of your five starters of those. Dudes. But also, isn't Zach Collins going to be a center? Isn't that actually his at his actual position? Well, I mean the the. I would just think that probably when you're closing a game, you just move everybody up a position and Kent Bazemore becomes a small forward. I'm, but you just, it just, it just, uh. I mean, Kent Bazemore know, is of, the small forward, right? Uh, I believe Rodney Hood will be starting, according to the depth charts I've been looking at. Kent Bazemore is better than Rodney Hood. Uh, you know, I, I think I agree with you there. <laughs> But I also don't really think that Kent Bazemore is that good. No, me either. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like, I, I think it's a lot, in a lot of these situations, they didn't have that much of a choice. You know what I mean? Like, they just couldn't, they, they like, by the rules of the league, could really only re-sign one of their free agents, mm-hmm. and they went with Ronnie Hood. But, uh... It just, it gets really thin. Like, they, they're going to need a lot from Anthony Simons. A guy I like. Yeah. But just, you know, how many games did he play last year? Like, 14 or something, right? Where he actually played actual minutes. Even Is it even that? It might I mean, he not had, even. like, 30 points in the last game of the year or whatever. He played, he played 20 games, but he played, yeah, I mean, he played... He played less than a hundred minutes before the last mm-hmm. game of the season, so that's you know. And I, I think he could be. He was awesome in that game. He's he small, looks like a though, player. Too. 
He has a cool story. Yeah, I mean, he weighs 185 pounds, too. So, <laughs> Which is also um, what Dwight Howard weighs in his pants yeah. fell down while he was dunking. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, even, even like, like they're going to need Hazonia to do something this year. Well, and Hazonia is um, a four now. That's his deal. He's either a one or a four. That's where the yeah, Knicks played him. So I guess he's maybe the backup point guard? Is he star- and, you know, is he the starting power forward, maybe? Mario Hazonia starting? <laughs> I'm just saying. None of <laughs> like, these people like, see... That guy has never... The thing is, Mario Hazonia, as much as I like him, has never been good in the NBA. I know. But this is what I'm saying, Sean. He's the first player we've talked about that has played power forward in the NBA, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I think they would go with Anthony Tolliver, probably. But he's 34. He's a five like, like, now, too. It's just... <laughs> it's... It's not a deep team, man. Uh, and again, I'm, I like the Blazers and will be rooting for the Blazers, but, but it just, it, I might, am I like, am I missing players? <laughs> I mean, I guess you're, I guess you're just hoping that maybe Gary Trent Jr. starts playing. He's or also like a small shooting guard, Scal, though. or isn't this year litter a little hurt, too? I don't think so. Anyway, it's just, it's just like a lot of dudes who have either, are really young or really old. And also small. That's their reserves. This team is small. Pau Gasol's going to have to play, man. And Anthony Tolliver. I, will I mean, say they're big that... when Nurk gets back, I guess. If right. They're still going to have Hassan Whiteside on the team, but I would hope they don't. I would this hope looks... they trade Hassan Whiteside for Kevin Love or something. I just think they're going to really miss a meeting. <laughs> It's, because I don't think this is the 16th best defense in the I NBA. I think they're going to really miss Harkless, even. I mean, they just, and Harkless they just is, lost. like, the most average computer-generated player in the NBA. I mean, they're going to miss Seth Curry. Like, <laughs> like, they lost six guys that played a lot of minutes in the playoffs. And, I mean, like, not, not that you miss Myers Leonard that much, but he would play a lot this year. Mm-hmm. So it's just, um, and again, I'm not even really blaming Neil O'Shea except for maybe decisions he made three years ago, mm-hmm. but, um, Well, I don't know. I think with all those expirings, they could have gotten someone better than Hassan Whiteside. I mean, you'd think, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, it just feels like a very heavy load for Damon C.J., at a point for both of them where you'd kind of want to be able to ease off the accelerator a little bit, especially since they're both signed for like six more seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, Terry Stotts is a good coach. They're good at developing players. It's just there's a lot of dudes who are 21 or 35. You know? <laughs> I mean, it would be super tight. What I'm hoping for is... Hazonia just comes alive, and he's, <laughs> doesn't he? Doesn't he seem like someone who could like get the spirit of Portland in him? Yeah, but I don't bit? like he's already doing performative Portland shit, like my least favorite kind of Portland shit. <laughs> oh, what's he doing? He tweeted. Oh, let me find this tweet. Hold on. Um, he tweeted this thing where it's like. <laughs> How I rate Portland so far. You did, did you not see that one? You, I have not been following the <laughs> Mario saga. Um, 
Hold on, I'm finding it right now. He he, he retweets a lot of highlights of himself. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, he dunked on LeBron. Uh, he blocked a shot, but for the most part, he's like a scorer who can't shoot. Okay, wait. Well, first off, here's an amazing Mario Hazonia tweet. Uh, I love this. Wow. Amazing buildup. Joaquin Phoenix, big time actor. Hashtag Joker movie. <laughs> All right, Joey. Uh-huh. Does Mario Hazonia's love of the Joker movie make you more or less confident? He also about tweeted I emoji hashtag Joker movie. What does that mean? You know the like I saw it around. I guess I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, is that I, I don't even understand that. Like, like does he think the Joker movie got traded? Because that's like, isn't that what you <laughs> usually use the eye emojis to? Like something's brewing. Maybe maybe those eyes were looking at society though, Joey. It's very possible. You saw Joker, right? I did see Joker. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty bad and kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. He's really good in it. Uh, but Who, what do you dumb. like better, the Joker movie or the Blazers bench? Wow. I mean, Mario Hazonia is basketball Joker. Yeah, that's true. So I guess it's, I guess maybe it's a tie. Officially. Yeah. So the Blazers bench is the Joker movie, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, here's another fun thing Mario Hazonia tweeted while I'm trying to find this bad tweet of his. Uh, it's an ad for Fortnite where Batman is in Fortnite and he goes, best update in a while. Hashtag Fortnite Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Look, dude, I do have to say, if you're pumped about Batman being in Fortnite, I think chances are you're going to enjoy the joke. Um, he also tweeted out his gamer tag, which is Super Mario, and then a bunch of numbers, uh, to play him on the new Call of Duty beta. <laughs> Joey, will you play Mario Hazonia on Call of Duty? Um, no. Well, actually, actually, I'm going to put it out to all the <laughs> listeners, all the round ball what the fuckers. If you play Mario Hazonia in Call of Duty, um, Call us, you know, <laughs> yeah, tweet yeah. at we us, email us. We want to get you on the podcast and talk about your experience playing Call of Duty against Mario. Okay, Hazonia. so here's some more thirsty Portland Hazonia tweet. Okay, great. This is not even the one I was looking for. But, uh, received more house welcoming gifts in Portland than 24 birthday gifts combined. Oregon is different. <laughs> that, that, like, made me sad, though. But that... Um, like, like he sh- he shouldn't be getting the most birthday gifts by this place he's he's been in. But, like, and then here's another thing he tweeted. This is what I was looking for. This is like to me, it's so calculated what Trailblazers fans are into, what Hazonia's doing. Oh, okay. So here's what he tweeted next, or a, a couple days earlier. Portland from one to ten so far. Food eleven. Weather eleven. Life eleven. Basketball, 12. Okay, I, look, I really like Portland. I really enjoy the city. Can't can't wait to get back. I know people love living there. How many Portland residents are given that weather in a Joey? Because <laughs> a lot of them are like, I would like to see the sun a little more often. Um, 
So yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, but you know what? He's clearly a hyper gamer. He's playing Batman and Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's maybe that is gaming weather. You know what I mean? There's no reason. Oh, that's to go true. Outside. That's true. <laughs> All right, we talked about that for way too long. Okay, but ideally, if you're a Blazers fan who's a gamer, play him in Call of Duty, please. Yeah. We know you're out there. All right, um, Sean, over under 46 and a half. I mean, like, after talking about it, the, the thing that makes me hesitate is in the Terry Stotts era, uh, they have gone over their projected win total five times. The year they didn't, oh, oh yeah, and then uh, it would have been, sorry. They only did five out of the seven years in the Terry Stotts era, but they just really tanked at the end of the 2013 season once they knew they weren't making it. Um, I really don't want to pick against Terry. It's like, but, but I don't this really also think doesn't Terry make any you're sense. Against, though. Well, it's Damon, Damon yeah. Lillard, because those coincide. Yeah, they're like, they're like better than they seem on paper every single year. And sometimes by a lot, like like the average is including like seven and a half games or something. Yeah, and even it's something like it's either yeah, it's either eight games over, or if you include the um, the tank year, it's like seven games mm-hmm. over. Um, but at the same time, they just seem like they're like at best maybe the eighth best team in the West. I mean, who knows? They could be better than the Warriors this year. I wouldn't be th- th- another extremely th- another team that's also relying on a lot of uh, uh, ne- never wases <laughs> at the at the wing position. Mm-hmm. I am going under though. It's too high. I would I would feel differently if it was like forty four and a half. I think. Well, but I mean, just I'm just imagining like CJ McCollum spraining his ankle, and then it just seems like. They they become really bad if that happens. They, I think it's going to take 48 to make the playoffs this year. Uh-huh. And I think they're making the playoffs. Give me the over. I don't feel good Damn. about it. But. I just, I just, I mean. I just don't want to bet against. No, I mean, Dame, I mean. Dame. And you shouldn't. Like, like, this is something I would not bet on, on mybookie.ag. Because everything I'm looking at is like. Where is this going to come from? And also, it also this exercise has made me feel much more positively about Dame Willard, like everything I've been looking at to prepare for this team preview. Here's what I think is going to happen. I'm, you know what? I'm calling it. Zach Collins, most improved player of the year. Oh, hell yeah. I like that. Um, I think I he's really good. I've been saying I think he's really good, even though he looks like a barn owl for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is the I think this is the year. Got a good spirit too. Good defense hits threes. I'm just, I like him. To me, I'm just it's, imagining it's going to be Zach Collins and then four guys who are under six foot five closing games. I'm just imagining them playing like the Clippers or the Lakers or the Jazz and just being like, who's who's going to guard these people? Here's the thing, though. They don't really have to do that until the playoffs. And they just have to, like, score and a lot. they lose that. in the playoffs. That's what happens to... Yeah, but who cares? If they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, if they make the playoffs this year, it is a fucking great year. Yeah. Honestly. Like, and, and they'll be able to, like... They have more options in a year. 
It's not like and, this is the end of Lillard and McCollum's prime or anything. And who knows? Maybe they'll trade Hassan Whiteside for somebody good. Maybe uh, we get another Jimmy Butler situation. Um, yeah, with Jimmy Butler specifically. No, but you know what I mean. Where all? <laughs> no, of I just sudden, mean like, yeah, yeah. would would it be that unprecedented for Jimmy Butler to decide he's done with the Heat? Like, once people stop coming to three AM workouts. I mean, maybe uh, James Harden will want to go there because uh, he's not making enough money on shoes because of China. Who knows? You know what I House mean? House on Whiteside for Kevin Love. Who says no? I mean, Portland. Portland probably says. No. They shouldn't say no, though. That'd be a good match. Yeah, it's 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 out there. They 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 certainly have the money to spend, and they've been. But also, I feel like every year we're like, this is the year Portland trades for Kevin Love. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I mean, oh boy, but just that. Those two majestic beasts standing together, Zach Collins and Kevin Love, like. He'd get his chocolate milk endorsement back. All right. It would have to be soy milk, but okay, you're right. (laughs) We have two more teams still, and we're at an hour four. Oh, Um, Jesus. Okay. Well, these two will be a little briefer. The Minnesota Timberwolves, last year they went 36 and 46. Good for 11th in the West. 13th in offense. 23rd in defense. Uh, They said goodbye to Dario Saric. Real quick one. Taj Gibson. Tyus Jones, Anthony Tolliver, C.J. Williams, who I don't believe is a real person, Luol Dang, and the dreaded Derrick Rose. Mm. They said hello to Randy Ledoux's favorite player, Travion Graham, Jordan Bell, Jake Lehman, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonleh, Ty Wallace, Brett Slamson's favorite player, and rookie Jarrett Culver. I gotta say, Joey, these are some extremely Minnesota Timberwolves acquisitions here. See, I was gonna say... A guy named... Oh, Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go. Well, like, Jake Lehman really feels like, ooh, ooh, white swingman who's explosive. A guy whose name is Shabazz. Uh, (laughs) Jordan Jordan Bell feels extremely T-Wolves to me. But at the same time... I think all of these guys are good. I <laughs> like I I like all of them a little bit. Yes. Um Noah Vonley was really legitimately good last year for the Knicks. He just happened to be on the Knicks. Um yeah, man, he's like And he's still he like twenty three or something like that. Don't you think he could start for this team? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, so Jake Lehman, I mean, I watched the T-Wolves tonight. Jake Lehman looked fucking good, dude. I mean, I... I mean, look look at what happened with Pat Connaughton. Like, you come out of Portland, you're, you're graduating. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I wished... I, at the time when the trade happened, wished the Warriors had just kept Travion Graham and Shabazz Napier, honestly. Um, yeah, that would have been tight. <laughs> I agree. They could absolutely use the Napier. Here's here's the thing, though, about this team, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. Monster statistical season last year. Like, prime Dirk season last year. 24 and 4. I mean, sorry, 24.4 points per game. 12.4 rebounds. 1.6 blocks. He shot 40% from three on five attempts per game. 
Yeah, that's a lot of... And he was shooting more and more as the season yeah. went on. Uh, in two years, where will Towns be traded for a lottery pick and an asthmatic 20-year-old with sleep apnea? <laughs> yeah, his his stat lines, like, like little little more defensive stats for him, but otherwise, that is like Kevin Love, age 22, mm-hmm. 23. Uh, both unusually good offensive rebounders. Uh, I mean, the only difference is that Kevin Love would have been shooting th- shooting more threes earlier. Yeah. In a different era, in the you know, slightly a couple years later, um, that that was like the chilling thing to me because I was like, Carlin Towns was good last year; he was really good, and he's definitely has a higher upside than Kevin Love because he's a lot taller mm-hmm. and a better athlete. But at the same time, the production just made me think, oh no, <laughs> it's happening again. <laughs> Oh, this team got like real unlucky and barely missed the playoffs when they were like the sixth best team in the league, and and then like couldn't really put it together with their moves. Yeah. Well, you know why they can't really put it together with their moves? Because uh, Andrew Wiggins promised he'd work harder and then didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't at all. <laughs> Do you think he was like crossing his finger, crossing his fingers during that handshake? Maybe the Timberwolves. Were the number 11th defense last year with Robert Covington on the floor. They were even better when Josh Okogie and Covington played together. Could this be an average defensive team? Guy, you know, like, I, I feel like it should be. Mm-hmm. But it also just seems like they're, they're the, like, what would have to happen is that they'd have to have, like, Culver and Okogie and Covington playing a lot of minutes together with Towns. Mm -hmm. And that would mean, like, sitting Andrew Wiggins and sitting Jeff Teague. And I don't think they're going to do that. I'm going to say no. Uh, Because here's what's happening in midseason, Sean. (laughs) They're trading Robert Covington. D'Angelo Russell for Robert Covington, (gasps) Josh Okogie, and Jeff Teague. Oh, holy shit. Man. (laughs) Covington is... uh... (laughs) A co- I like, like a Koki the best out of those three guys. No, I like it. I mean, it's like, but it's like, it's like exactly the kind of guys the Warriors couldn't really figure out how to get. A Koki rules, dude. Yeah. He's fun. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like they're they're making the correct kind of moves, like the, and then just being like, look, we're we're trying to surround. Well, they hired a smart guy to run the team for the first time ever, not just some <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Midwest rube. <laughs> he will be. I'm not even going to make this. I'm not even going to make this a question, Joey. David Kahn's son is getting that job. <laughs> they're going to pu- they're going to push him out. Um yeah, it really should be a good defensive team, but but I do think like that Russell thing, they talked about it so much. Mhm. Uh I don't know. I just it it feels like something that Carl Anthony Towns might ask them to do. As well, right? Isn't that the reason behind it? Is that those guys are really good friends? What would be really funny if somehow the trade ended up being Carl Anthony Towns for D'Angelo Russell. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come to San Francisco, baby. Um, oh, I, I hate, hate to be that kind that. of... I yeah, hate... it's the worst. No, but no, I just hate saying come to San Francisco. Okay. That that was the part I hated. I just hate being that kind of warrior fan where it's like, yeah, there's oh. a star. They're going to get him. <laughs> okay. um, because they got one star. Yeah, they got ever. one star ever. Ever. In their history. Um, 
<laughs> All right, Sean. Uh, over under. What's the win total here? Oh, it's, oh, it's not there. Hold on. The over under is thirty six and a half. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I, I am think too. this is like a forty five win team, <laughs> and it's going to be really depressing for T Wolves fans. I um, like this team. No, me too. Like, like <laughs> the problem is like. They're better than 36 and 46 because they lost like eight or nine games in a row when Jimmy Butler was holding the team hostage. This is like, this was, this still was a team that was going to miss the playoffs last year, but we're looking at a 40 win team that got better. For sure they got better with these moves, I think. Like, I know that Tyus Jones seems like he should be a really helpful player. But he he just wasn't like playing enough and not actually help. Like theoretically, and again, they that's got a loss. rid of Derek Rose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was terrible last year, except for like three weeks when the team was falling apart. Like he wasn't. He was really bad on defense. I just think, I think if like I don't think their offense is going to be worse, and I think their defense might not even be average. But it'll like. Going from, like, 23rd to 18th in defense is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't see a way where they don't win 37 games. Yeah. That's all. All right. The o- like, they could, yeah. Eat. All right, we got to move on. The Oklahoma You're City right, Thunder, right. Sean. Uh, last year, they went 49 and 33. Good for, uh, they were 17th on offense, 4th in defense, 6th in pace. Uh, their expected record was 50 and 32. They said goodbye to Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Jeremy Grant, Patrick Patterson, and Markeith Morris. They said hello to Justin Patton, Eric Moreland, Darius Basley, rapper Mike Muscala. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners, to do this to you, but anytime he comes up, we have to play his rap. Mikey Jaws, baby. Call me Mike Jaws of the best kept secret. Coming from Atlanta where the Hawks stay screeching. I got three goals and I ain't talking about a hat trick. One, win the championship. Two, make a smash it. Three, have a baby with my lady, then some grandkids. These other rappers shaky Charles backswing. Trying to find the recipe, I call him Plankton. The flow so appealing, best rapper in the league. Aw oh, man, what a feeling. Showing y'all I can spit. What up Shaq, Charles, Ernie, Kenny, the Jet Smith. Shea Gilgis Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and uh, the angriest little dictator, Chris Paul. Wow. First question. They're going to trade Gallinari and Chris Paul right away, right? Yeah. Gallinari is the most about to get traded guy in the entire NBA. Do you think his one-year deal is good and he's on a team that's not going? Could they somehow? Could the Timberwolves somehow swing Wiggins and stuff for Gallinari and Paul? (laughs) No. Um. Yeah, maybe actually. Um, because like, isn't how long does the Wiggins deal last? I bet the Wiggins and Paul deals last about the same. About the same. I mean, it's it's like, and would that get the Timberwolves to the playoffs? I think I think it, what what's the nature of the trade? Wig, basically, like Wiggins, Wiggins and for, Teague for uh, for Paul, Paul and Gallinari. Gallinari. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, they definitely make emails. <laughs> like, like that's they like make that that's thing. a that's actually kind of a scary contender, honestly. <laughs> Chris Paul and and Towns and Gallinari, like, uh, yeah, man, like, like that would. Do you think Andrew Wiggins' contract is okay? So, how long does it go? It goes through. He's got four more years left, and he is owed one hundred and twenty-two million. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul's contract runs. I think three more years. His contract runs three more years, and he's owed uh, actually more money than that. He is owed. <laughs> no, it's about the same. One hundred twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. Uh I feel like the Wiggins contract is worse, Joey. I think it might be. Because I, I just don't think Wiggins is good at all. <laughs> um, uh, his his advanced stats were terrible, too. Uh, I mean, not not that his, like, regular stats were blowing me away. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, if you, look, if you really go behind the numbers with this. He had a PR of 12.4. We gotta stop uh, talking about the can't even do that. Sorry. Sorry, he just sucks. Yeah, yeah. Sucks, I just man. was thinking, like, at least he's younger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think they can trade Chris Paul. That was, I mean, well, I guess the Heat could maybe do it, but... It's so hard to match the deal and, like, have a logical, you know, something might shake out. I think it's more likely that he plays the whole year in Oklahoma City and then they're managed to move him over the summer, you know? I just don't even see how you'd manage to move him. Like, okay, so everyone keeps saying the Heat want him, right? The Heat would have to trade Goran Dragic for him. And here's my question. Is Chris Paul actually that much better than Goran Dragic right now? I mean, I, I kind of think Dragic's is a little underrated, Joey. Yeah, me too. Um, and it also kind of seems like if you get Jimmy Butler, uh, like, aren't a lot of the things that Chris Paul is worth a lot of money for the things that Jimmy Butler is already doing and probably better at this point? Like, what, acting you know, like, in oh, State Farm commercials? Uh, Jimmy Butler's well, not well, in State Farm commercials. He's not going to be able to do that yet. But, uh, like, like getting his own shot, scoring, like, being your closer, uh, handling the ball at the end of games, playing tough defense, and, like, I don't know. It just, it seems like Dragic is a better fit in Miami, even. Despite, no matter what you think of the talent level, you know? Yeah. So it's it's just, I, I certainly think Chris Paul would have been traded somewhere if, you know, they'd known... July 1st, but it it's just such a big contract, it's going to be hard to make all that stuff match. Yeah, I And off the top know. of my head, you even look at the destinations, and it's like, the Pistons? The Heat? None of those are... Yeah. But also, they just don't have deals that really make sense for... Also, yeah. like, the Thunder don't need stuff now. Well, they also don't need to trade him. Like, <laughs> why not just have Chris Paul there playing with your, you know really promising young point guard. Yeah. Now, maybe he would break him. Well, that's and the worst spirit. Right? But I think Chris Paul on a team that is not like a championship contender um probably dials it down. I a doubt it, bit. dude. <laughs> He's still just going to be <laughs> You're right. You're right. how do you turn that what off? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> I'm yeah. He just seems like a normal guy off the court. No, he doesn't. All. He's a fucking phony, dude. He's like a He's a phony, but like He's like the kind of dad where it's like, 
things are perfect or whatever, and then uh, he blows a tire and he's screaming at his son on the side of the road for seven hours. Blaming everyone else. Yeah. Um, here's my question. Oh, he's going to hate it. He's going to hate it there. Um, here's my question, Sean. Uh, um, they're going full rebuild here, right? Uh, yeah, Can I think the so. the city of Oklahoma deal with that, though? See, I have, I've certainly read that Oklahoma doesn't feel like they can be bad and, uh, like, like that market will, will collapse if they're not winning all the time. I don't really think that's necessarily the case. I think like, it's completely the opposite. This, to me, is I the think so. perfect, yeah. perfect market for... Straight up, full on hinky processism. Oh yeah, 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 dust bowl process. Yeah, because look, they can do the like. Guess what? Uh, all our stars have left us. So why, why we have got to home grow a star again? And luckily, mm-hmm. we have a star, and it's our GM Sam Presti. And guess you mm-hmm. know it works out perfectly for uh, the market. Uh, Sam what? Presti uh, is uh, white, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's the same as the guys who have been running Oklahoma City since the beginning. <laughs> uh, they'll fucking love that shit. They're gonna slurp up... Like, if you think Sixers process people were bad... Oh man, these Oklahoma City process people. They're gonna frack that process straight into their brains, man. They're gonna love it. Uh, I mean, look, I think Presti... It was maybe surprised by the Paul George thing, but he jumped at the chance to be able to trade Russell Westbrook and not have any blowback on himself. I don't think he was surprised by the George thing. Well, I that, actually, oh, actually, that's true. That's what we found out, right? I, I believe Doc Rivers for once in my life. I don't think he was lying. I think he lies a lot. But, no, I think he said that by accident, yeah. actually, and then didn't think about, like, oh, I guess that's tampering. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, their over-unders 31 and a half, Sean. You know, I, I was thinking over just because I was like, Chris Paul is probably not going to be under, you know, 31 wins. But I kind of think they'll they'll trade Gallinari for sure. Mm-hmm. They He's might like trade the, Steven Adams if they can. Gallinari's like the Pascal most tradable dude in the NBA. Yeah, and while I don't think you can dial down Chris Paul's ultra-competitiveness, I do think you can let him go on vacation on March 1st, and he's not going to feel bad about that. You know what I mean? Like, he's not... He's not. It would be different if he was chasing more career milestones, but all of the things that Chris Paul is like really good at are all kind of like percentages and ratios and advanced stats. And so he's actually, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm sure that Chris Paul is going to have an injury that could take some rehabbing during this season mm-hmm. to let them just slide further down in the lottery. So I'm, I am going to go under with this team. I thought there was some hope for them right after the trade, but just everything I hear is like, and see, it just, it really does not feel like they're going for it at all. Yeah, I think, I think it's an easy under. I think it's a close under, but I still think it's an under. Because, like, I still don't think the the downgrade is that huge. Yeah, my thing is just generally somebody's gotta lose games in the West. Well, and... And I can I can definitely see the heart of this team 
going out with their lame duck coach and all their best players. That's the other thing. Fucking, do you think Chris Paul's going to respect Billy Donovan? Well, doesn't Billy Donovan have one year left on his contract? And he's Billy Donovan. Yeah, I mean, just like... The only the, he's gonna last the season because Oklahoma City is not gonna bother to pay a second. All right, coach. here's my question for you, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. What college is Billy Donovan coaching at next year? I think he might go back to Florida. <laughs> no, he can't go back to Florida. I think they have a legit coach now. Um, it's gonna be one of those like weird things where he's like the Florida international coach, the Central Florida coach, yeah, just like the like, Moorhead State coach or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, just some like. Some, like, fun college that has, like, one or two backers, you know, somewhere in Central Florida, a dirty real estate guy, maybe, who can come up with all the cash. It's going to be, like, Steve Spurrier coaching South Carolina, if that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Look, we don't know that much about basketball. We're idiots. Uh, We know more about what they're going to name the Pope. Uh, And you know what the Pope's new name is going to be? Honorius plus four thousand. Oh. Book it. Mybookie.ag <laughs> promo round code rock, round promo code rock. Round rock. <laughs> um, but luckily, we do know two guys who do know about statistics and whatnot. Here's another episode of everyone's favorite basketball analytics podcast, Slammed Up with Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. This is Slammed Up with Brett Sampson and Randy Ludu. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Slammed Up Analytics Bas- Basketball Podcast, uh, the only analytics podcast that is embedded inside the round ball rock podcast uh more more frivolous there a little bit of silliness a lot of a lot of crass talk a little bit of a little bit of blowing each other up but we are embedded inside them just like a virus in a computer system or a human body uh spreading uh different information and taking them down from the inside Speaking of the inside, uh, with me is my inside man. Uh, with me as often is Randy Ledoux. Randy, how are you doing? Oh, I'm pretty good. I don't like when you call me an inside man because it reminds me of that time that we don't talk about. Um, oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 yes. Uh, that was, you know what? We are both bound by a non-disclosure agreement and a gag order in that. So we we will not be discussing that again, and I will not call you an inside man ever again. Thank you. Also, please do not do that thing you did to me ever again. I uh I don't I don't think I still have the uh flexibility or uh necessarily the uh the finger strength anymore. So uh once again, uh well you 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 have my 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 Court assigned apology for that. Uh, it's been notarized. So, uh, what have you been up to, Randy? Oh, not much. Just um, taking meetings with old Cory Booker. Oh yeah, how was how was that going? I I know as as we know, you have a background in politics. Uh yeah, I do have a background in politics. And you've been and you've law. been working. Mm-hmm. Ticket mm-hmm. scalping. 
You do have ticket scalping, yeah. Mainly ticket scalping. Mm-hmm. Uh, physics. Physics, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Accounting. Earth science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Space science. Space science. That, oh, that's right. I, I forgot about that aspect of your mm-hmm. life. I've done a lot. What can I say? Well, I'm a Renaissance mini man. You're a you're a Renaissance Randy. That mm-hmm. is for sure. Because I'm not How, a man. I'm a Randy. Mm-hmm. It's true. You are technically a Randy. Uh, Scientifically, science will tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how how was the booger campaign? Oh, um, I would describe it mainly as vapid and mm-hmm. vain. Is he is he gaining momentum finally? Randy? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Have you Did, seen uh, him? I, it, you know, yes, I have, yes, I have, and uh, it, uh, I'm still, I'm still kind of waiting for it. If, if you know what I'm saying, like, like what, what is, what is going to catch fire in the hearts of America about Cory Booker? You know, he did rescue someone from a fire once. It's interesting. You He's talk- mentioned that yeah. on occasion. It's, it's interesting you mentioned fire because mm-hmm. he says a lot of empty, um, platitudes is not the right word. But mm-hmm. I asked him what his uh for some policy takes on like what he would do with uh Syria and he mm-hmm. just said I am the fire that dismantles the dust. Whoa. But I that mean, means I'm, nothing. I mean I'm I kind of want to hear more but yeah I I I I I have not heard less from anyone else even including Julian Castro who again I can't even remember his face, uh, where he's from. Uh, I, I believe he's thrown some barbs, possibly, I but know. I may be thinking about the uh, the Demogorgon, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm not sure. I also can't remember the face of the Demogorgon because I I was I was too scared. Well, uh, anyway, I'm glad I don't have to work there anymore. Oh, oh, you've got a new job. Uh, oh, well, let's not get into that because first we have to talk about our sponsor. Uh. This week, we are sponsored by the best, most comfortable underwear company in the world, uh, MyUndies.com. Randy, these are the greatest pair of, uh, pair of shorts that I've ever worn. It's, uh, not just the revolutionary elastic construction that follows the contours of your flank. It's not just the Egyptian cotton fabric taken from the private reserve of President Abdel Fattah LCC who is a friend, no, it's because they've already been broken in by me, Brett Slamson. There's a variety of styles, including white and also black, plus our limited edition Skidmark collection. Uh, MyUndies.com also features NBA styles, like the Banana Boat Hammock, uh, a thrilling visual, but they do tend to fall apart suddenly. There's the Bobby Portis Boxer Brief, of course, and uh, the Thong Maker. And uh, best of all, you don't have to deal with that rough first-time underwear feeling on your testicles and perineum because I have already put them on my body. Uh, some people worry if I personally endorse this product. I assure you, I have worn every pair of my undies, and every pair comes with an extension collection of digital photos to prove it. And like the banana boat hammock, they're all washed. You can get two-for-one on your first purchase with promo code 12-15% to 15% reduction in the projected salary cap for 2020-21. Time. We talk about all the. It's ex- extremely easy to remember. Uh, why wait? Go to myundies.com. Your new favorite pair of underwear may be on my body right now. All right, so Randy, this week we're going to be talking about the Northwest 
division. Uh, starting off with uh, a team that I have a personal uh, affection for, uh, the Jazz of Utah, the Utah Jazz. Uh, and let me just tell you before this, uh, I do have a special relationship with the Jazz coach, Quinn Snyder. Uh, we are Inuit brothers. What does that mean? We, well, you know, do you know what an Eskimo brother is, Randy? No. It's uh, men who have had sex with the same woman. Ah! Uh, it is, so it's like that, but uh, there's more snow involved, Excuse if you know what me? I'm saying. I don't. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, what are just, you uh, saying? Uh, we like to go uh, skiing together. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Slammed Up's computer projections have Utah winning 69 Wait, was this games. was a drug thing? I, 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 I can't legally say that on the podcast, Randy. Okay, back. Go mm-hmm. ahead. So, uh, Slammed Up's computer projections have Utah winning 69 games this year. Uh, someone, someone should make a joke about that, honestly. I'm literally not capable of it, but, uh, seems like a, seems like a number that kids find funny, uh, I believe. Why? I, no clue, no clue. Well, I, okay, I, I have a clue. Randy, you, sometimes it's like a child here. Uh, what do you think of this team, Randy? Um, they're an interesting team, uh, I would say a lot of their players are above the age of 27 mm-hmm, and also mm-hmm. balding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would describe that most of this team is as dead as the hair follicles on top of their heads. Mm-hmm, mm. Yeah, yeah. Look at this team. Mike Conley signed through age 32. Bogdan Bogdanovich signed through age 33. Joe Ingles jingles himself uh, signed through age 33. It's like uh, this- the uh, lineup for a... Uh- for a hymns ad. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm exactly. Like like it's uh it seems like a real low T type lineup, right? Yeah. Just a just a bunch of guys like I, I wonder if they actually do layup drills or if it's all just these guys trying to throw a football through a tire in the backyard. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, like copper. Like Right, right, right. Like yeah, I can, I can see, like, it's, like, guys who have salt and pepper hair, but they're not allowed to have salt or pepper anymore because of their high blood exactly. pressure. Exactly. It's, like, most of this team looks like they should be in, weirdly, at the end of a prescription drug commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Joe Ingles and Bogdan Bogdanovich in bathtubs that are, for some reason, on a beach while they hold hands and look into mm-hmm. the sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like we're gonna see Instagram photos of that throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like canoeing for no reason. Uh, uh, yeah, so this is, this is a one now situation for the Utah Jazz because, uh, three fifths of their starting lineup could drop dead at any point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bogdanovich got 73 million guaranteed and we hope that includes a funeral plot because he is a dead man walking. Well, as you know, I have a legal background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually helped him write his will, mm-hmm, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. it does not. Ooh, ooh. Well, that's that. That was an oversight. Uh, usually, Utah thinks of everything; they're good with the numbers, but uh, they may end up having to toss uh, Bogdanovich into a pauper's grave. On the plus will... side, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I have a sneaking suspicion this is the year Dante Exum finally realizes his potential. Oh really? You you're believing him? No, well, I guess I guess the numbers love. I'm oh, being sarcastic. Oh oh oh. Well, I 
I thought he might reach his potential, uh, not as a basketball player, but as an organ donor for the three older players in the lineup. Uh, there are still tendons in his body that haven't torn yet. Rather than let are him there? recklessly destroy them, uh, they should just be held in reserve for uh, the more important yeah. players while I he's would, sort of suspended. Yeah, go ahead. I would recommend cryosleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, uh, is that what they do in Prometheus? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. like, yeah, just put him in one of those tanks Luke Skywalker is in. Mm-hmm. And just may- maybe he'll uh, regenerate some uh, knee cartilage. Yeah, so then you can rip it out of his body and give it to Joe Ingles. Exactly, exactly. We're going to need that. Well, we're on the same page there, Randy. Uh, moving on, we've got the Denver Nuggets, the number two team in the Western Conference last year. Uh, first of all, how much are they going to miss their number four guy in PER, Thomas Welsh? So much. Oh, mm-hmm, my God. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's possibly it's... the biggest loss of the offseason. Well, thankfully, in Denver, they still have the number four man uh, in the entire NBA in the most important defensive set, defensive box score plus minus, Mason Plumlee. Uh, he was incredible last year. Uh, just ahead, uh, had to go to the hundreds for this. It was very statistically close with the fifth best player, fifth best defensive player in basketball, as measured by the most important stat. Uh, of course, we mean Russell Westbrook of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, the numbers don't lie, so thankfully they're still holding on to Mason Plumlee. Yeah, thank God. Oh. Now, I have, I have a big question for you, Randy. Wait, I have a question for you. Oh, please, please, go ahead. Can you please talk about Nikola Jokic's body composition? Uh, I just, I, I thought I, I just had promised myself I wouldn't vomit during a podcast, but it's gonna happen. Uh... This this is body composition. Like I, uh, okay. Um, watching him at the FIBA World Cup, his it's uh, the, the flesh, the the, the rolls. I'm 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 sorry. It's the worst. It's some of the worst body composition I've I've ever seen in my life. I. I mean, thankfully, they have Plumlee. Plumlee should play 48 minutes a game uh, until Jokic is back from uh, a fat farm, uh, possibly a diet clinic, or uh, whatever they did to Augustic Skloop in that chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. Turned him into a giant blueberry? Is it that one? Mm, it's, uh, he's, he's the, he's the, the German who's, uh, I don't into like the, torture into the water porn, sports. so I've never seen mm-hmm. it. No, it's, it's, it's unsettling. It's unsettling, right? It's really, like... Especially as me, for me, a man who's not big on sweets, uh, my favorite, my favorite dessert is oyster crackers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you might relate to the character of Mike TV, actually, uh, who is, uh, who is shrunken when he is, is sent he by rapper, television. Mike TV? And no, it kind of sounds like he, he should be, uh, or a, maybe a cast member on, on a Cameron Crowe prestige Showtime Mike drama. TV to God? Is that mm-hmm, a mixtape mm-hmm. people are Like a SoundCloud to? guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it seems like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, possibly. He, he could be doing that. He was sent by television. He could do anything. Uh, I have just one more question for you, Randy. Uh, can Coach Mike Malone win a playoff series when he's not matched up with the NBA's worst coach, Greg Popovich? I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because... Uh, this team is not switchy enough 
Mm-hmm. Granted, they can switch lots of people at lots of different positions, but mm-hmm. if Nikola Jokic is your best player, um, you're not going to win anything because he's <sighs> trash and should mm-hmm. be out of the league because yeah. he can't move his feet. So what if he can pass and shoot and score and rebound? Uh, he's pointless on defense, which makes him pointless in the playoffs because all that matters is that a big man can guard a small man in the playoffs. That is the mm-hmm, only mm-hmm. thing that matters in basketball That's the other main thing than you need. contracts. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right on all of those things. The only switching he's doing is from Rocky Road to Moga Almond Fudge. So let's talk I told to. You I don't uh, like sweets. Well, I gotta, I gotta. I'm, I'm sorry about that, Randy, but uh, we do have to talk about one of our sponsors, one of our uh, sweet sponsors. <laughs> Somebody should make a joke about that. Uh, Randy, you know I only wear clothes from uh, companies that sponsor Slammed Up, uh, Indochino Chinos, uh, My Undies over my genitals. Uh, I fashioned that winter coat out of a Casper mattress. And that's why I'm so excited about our new sponsor, Jared Dudley's Ready-Made Duds. Uh, I know what it's like to shop for clothes with an unusual frame. Uh, my shoulders have been compared to if two wire hangers fucked the skeleton of a pterodactyl, uh, which is hurtful. And my body wildly fluctuates in size depending on the tides and whether I can keep up my 4,500 calorie per day diet. Uh, and Jared Dudley knows all about a yo-yo diet. Which is why he's created Jared Dudley's Ready-Made Duds, the only clothing brand that's as switchy as Dudley himself. He can guard one through four, and his shirt sizes have an even wider range. Whether you're giving up sugar, going back to carbs, or splitting your pants shooting an airball against a playoff rival, Jared Dudley's Ready-Made Duds are the bespoke clothing for the well-spoken basketball enthusiast. And because it's Jared Dudley, they save money by only advertising on podcasts. And you can get 10% off your first order with Jared Dudley's ready-made duds with promo code FUCKBENSIMMONS. It's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. Why won't he shoot a three? Coward! It it makes me personally angry. Coward! I'm so angry right now. Coward! Um, Well, you know who's... uh, Who's not coward? He shoots with the, the wrong uh, hand. Switch hands, you coward! Cut off the right hand. Yes! That's the only way they're going to be able to do it. <laughs> Luke Skywalker style. We've been talking about him a lot. Yeah, we talk about him all the time on the podcast. Sure do. Uh, all right, the Portland Trailblazers, Randy. Now, in the past year, the Blazers have lost Jake Lehman, Pat Connaughton, Nick Stauskas, and Myers Leonard. Are they relying too heavily on Zach Collins for basketball IQ? It it just feels like they've lost four coaches on the floor, and that that's tough to come back from. Um, no, you know, it just means the ratio of troublemakers is a little higher than you'd want. I see what you're opinion. getting at, but I'm not going to fall into this trap again. Oh, I, I I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, just just you know, floor slapping guys, you know, Learn just, to code, uh, hard man. workers. Well, I I do know how to code. Randy? Oh, sorry, my bad. I actually, I actually teach a coding class at the Learning Annex. You do? It's ma- yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's mainly for building video based, uh, you know, dark web sites. But uh, you know, it's coding. It is coding. Okay. I'm also good at code switching, actually, um, which I I may need to do in the middle of this preview here. Uh, all right, I have a question for you, Randy. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard signed a supermax contract that will pay him. 54 million for his age 34 season. 
Uh, since he knew that was coming, is that why Paul Allen killed himself? Uh, no, Paul Allen killed himself because he knew Jeffrey Epstein was going down. Oh, oh, yeah. I guess it makes sense. Um, you know, a lot of lot of colleagues had to had to make that tough choice. It was look, it was switchy. It was that or prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he. I guess he. You know, he yelled ice and then ended his life. Um. Sorry, I thought I saw Ghislaine Maxwell outside the window. Oh, oh, no, oh, you know, she's she's at my local In-N-Out almost every day. Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the Minnesota... switch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, I, I do know that in some respects she is fairly switchy, and I, I actually legally cannot say any more than that. Uh, but let's move on to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh... Now they're gone. Gone is uh, Tom Thibodeau, a uh, weird coach. Uh, they they did not switch on defense, which is not just bad basketball, but it is officially heresy. Burn the witch! Uh, burn him! Burn him! Did you, uh, Brett? Did you like his delivery during the uh, FIBA World Championship games? You know that that is what I like it from a commentator. Me of you a little bit. Hmm. 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 I, I started to think like we we have some some arguments about principles, but uh, oh, that oh. that proves that two people on different sides of the uh, the switching spectrum can still be friends. And uh, we're going to go to a football game together. Yeah, actually, he was Randy. like, "Oh, excellent, excellent talk by that guy right there. What an unprecedented thing that just happened." Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. never seen basketball played this well before. I just, I just love that energy, Randy. So you know what I mean? Wonderful. Like that's, it's just a friendly guy with a lot of charisma. It just didn't, it didn't come through when he was a coach, but suddenly when he's announcing, I just, I want to hear it. I, I think, I think he should be the lead announcer on all the games. No, don't, don't waste him in color commentary. Mm-hmm. Get him at the games, but don't get him to the games. Just have him record from a remote location, say a large couch. It sort of sounded like he was in your, you know that um, that pod you rent mm-hmm. that you keep outside yeah, I, your house that's yeah, for yeah, moving, yeah. but instead you keep your gym equipment in it. Yeah, and I sleep in it most nights. Yeah, actually, it sounded mm-hmm. like he was in there. You know, he he actually might have been in there because I I was out there the other night and it, it smelled a lot like blue brill cream. And uh, and microwave burritos. Mm, sounds like you got a Thibodeau on your hands. Mm-hmm. I might, I might, I might have to flush him out. Mm-hmm. Call animal control. Uh, He's scurrying so behind two... your Bowflex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I do like to flex, Randy. Uh, I can't use a solo flex because I'm uh, <laughs> rarely alone in the evenings. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Uh, here's a question: mm. If the Minnesota Timberwolves play Covington, Akogi, Culver. And their other best defense defend, uh, defenders by defensive plus minus, Andrew Wiggins and Gorgie Chang, will they be the league's switchiest team? Short answer, yes, they would. Yes, they would. Here's a question. The numbers don't lie, Randy. If you were mm-hmm. new GM Gerson Rosas, sorry, mm-hmm. Gerson Rosas. Ooh, ooh, I, I dislike him already. <laughs> What would you do to get out of the Andrew Wiggins contract? Hmm. This is an interesting uh, conundrum. I feel like the easiest way to do it is to uh, 
they're close to the Canadian border, I would uh, drug him, take him across one of the uh, many lakes. It's the land of a, a thousand lakes up there. Uh, and then strand him in Canada and uh, hack into the NSA database. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I would do? What's that? A much simpler con. Ooh. I would hand him, I'd show him a check, right, mm-hmm. with, with, with his full figures on it. And yes, then as yes, I yes. handed him a check, I'd pull another smaller check out of my sleeve and put the real one in there and then hand him that. So say it was for, uh, say, $10 million that month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'd show mm-hmm. him a $10 million check, then I'd uh, switcheroo it using uh, my close-up magic skills and mm-hmm. hand him a check for $1,000. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think he... Do you, do you think that would work more than the first time, Randy? That's the, I do. Because he, he's eventually going to have to deposit that check and he'll see that but he he's received Canadian. the wrong check. He's too, he'd be too uh, polite to say anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it, it, look, it, I, let's just hope he doesn't have direct deposit. Uh, because uh, it's pro- it probably has it. But, uh, you know. You know what? Let's talk about our, our last sponsor from this episode. I'm very excited. This is a product near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's called Master Subclass. Uh, Master Subclass is a series of educational videos that help you learn from the experts right from the privacy of your own home, furnished basement, or personal dungeon. Uh, shouts to the Miami, the, the Milwaukee Bucks ownership. If you want to learn the secrets of erotic pleasure through BDSM, you need to go to the top dominatrixes in the world. Maybe you can't get to Ibiza regularly. Maybe you're on a no-fly list. Visiting the brothels of East Berlin is simply a no-go. Maybe you simply can't get a spiked whip through airport security, though I recommend TSA PreCheck. No questions asked. Uh, it's honestly mind-blowing what I've carried on a plane before. Uh, Master Subclass goes through all the important lessons, safe words, aftercare, getting stains out of a leather swing, uh, police auctions that won't require a background check or a valid state ID, uh, mastering the Portuguese bowline knot. Uh, common household products that can double as personal lubricants, uh, ways to get out of Thailand without a passport. It's an incredibly informative series of videos for it, and I should know, not only, not only am I a customer of Master Subclass, but I'm also an instructor. You can get your first Master Subclass preview. Gives you half the episode with promo code Statute of Limitations on Acts of Moral Turpitude. Uh, it's very easy to remember. We talk about it on the podcast all the time. No, we don't! Master subclass, your safe word is savings. All right, let's move on to the final team, and honestly, the team of the division I'm most excited about, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Randy, what do you think about this team? Bites at the apple, baby! Oh, it's. I feel like we're in an we're in an apple orchard right now. Uh, It's. uh, I've got a. I've got a gunpowder factory. And uh, climate change has reduced the land. Oh, it's an Keep arid landscape. Dry. People are dropping dead of of heat exhaustion. That powder's so dry. All you need. This is exciting. More bites at the apple. Draft picks. Draft picks. Draft picks. Mm-hmm, draft picks. Mm-hmm. Expiring contracts. Oh. Pick swaps. All oh, pick swaps. You know how much I like swapping in my personal life. I might like it even more in my analytical life, Randy. Uh... I have been wanting them to blow up this team since 2010. Uh, you, you've heard that. You've read my manifesto. Uh, I mean, that's what you got to do. You take out a life insurance policy on Chris Paul to offset the cost of his contract. Classic arbitrage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next step, 
You plant illegal pornography in his locker. Uh, you take a State Farm ad and you dub insulting dialogue about the crown prince of Saudi Arabia into it. Uh, and then you try to use his twin brother, Cliff Paul, to fake his own death. Uh, they already switch places in the playoffs when the shitty twin takes over and the real CP3 goes boating. I like it. The other the move only I like is that I would say mm-hmm. is that they should keep their best player. Mm-hmm. Nerlens Noel, who yes. of course led the team in win shares per 48 last year. The most important stat in basketball. Such a uh, great stat. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Nerlens Noel, I can't believe he's on. I mean, they're lucky to have him on a one-year deal. If they can just keep him on perhaps month-to-month deals the rest of the way like a phone plan. Uh I gotta say Ooh, that uh call him Christmas Burnerlins Noel. Burners, I love I just it. Made I love a it. Joke. What I I'm I'm amused but also somehow furious at the same time. Uh but yeah, I, I think this team could win zero games this year if they play it right. The most glorious season. In the greatest possible. season of all time. hmm I mean, all these guys are potential trade exceptions. Uh I'm uh, they're my number one league pass team, Randy. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we are done with the Northwest preview. We'll be back with uh, the Southeast Division uh, soon. Randy, what are you going to be up to? Are you going to stick with Cory Booker? No, I have a meeting with Joe Biden. Oh, boy. That's, uh, though, how do you think that's going to go? Not well. They mm-hmm. don't even want me to do politics stuff. What what are you there for? They want to see if I they can shrink me down enough, mm-hmm. uh, where they can then insert me into his brain to repair it. Ooh ooh yeah yeah he's he's definitely had uh, at least an infarction if not uh, an outright stroke. And uh, I got to say, uh, one thing I would recommend that you do is uh, he's a t- he's a tough guy, Randy. Mm-hmm. So what you do is uh, you take a big heavy chain. I mean, actually, I guess you would you would use maybe like a tiny wallet chain, whatever you can wrap around your your uh, your arm to uh, help him out, and actually bring practice on an actual corn pop, like one from a from a box of cereal. And I think uh, I think he'll respect you more. Mm-hmm. He Joe Biden he runs with a bunch of bad boys. It's it's clear <laughs> it's everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, good luck with that, and good luck everybody with your uh, your your purchases. Your wagering and your uh, fulfilling uh, life of sexual pain and pleasure. Again, definitely check out Master Subclass. You will learn a thing or two about a thing or two. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you the next time. Well, that was more upsetting than normal. I always feel like like personally challenged, but then also like. Like I'm, I'm both really naive, but also that I've seen things that I can, I've heard things that I can never unhear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's twelve year contract we so signed yeah. with them, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's our show, though. Sean, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I've got some stuff coming up in Yardberg. I had a thing about uh, how Daryl Morey should just. Being fired is way better than not being fired at this point for him. So you can read that on your burger. Uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on October 9th, I tweeted Applebee's today, honeymoon this weekend. Congratulations, Frankie. Hey, great, great, man. 
Um, They're going to Applebee's on that honeymoon, though. I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, and um, Sean, did you write a song? I did. Uh, this is an Elvis Costello song about instant replay in the NBA, and it's called Video Video. Uh, great. Um, Round Rock Pod at or Patreon.com slash Round Rock Pod at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, Round Rock Pod at gmail.com. And uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And, um, shut it down. Let's all figure out what the Pope's gonna be named. <laughs> I was watching the late Thursday game on TNT, just staying up waiting for Shaq and the Fool. When an out-of-bounds play between the Kings and the Lakers led to a 10-minute replay review. I was seriously thinking about changing the channel even though I love Ernie and Chuck. The checking footage is up by 15, they really think that anyone gives a fuck. Video replays are pathetic, instant replays ruining athletics. They say they're gonna implement a coach's challenge But it's just another thing for Mike D'Antoni to mismanage So if a guy gets hit with an elbow You gotta watch another video I want to outlaw instant replay I watch every replay sadly I'd rather have them bring back Tim Donaghy Some of my friends sit around in caucus And they care about the work they do But nobody else wants to spend 25 minutes Arguing about a flag or two just eject him or protect him, we don't need separate footage Seeing if his head went back and left And these replays will be our doom Steve Johnny's in his panic room Trying to get himself a decent hot meal Video is so excessive Video is making fans obsessive You say you want to make sure that the calls are perfect but some of these reviews are crazier than Vontaze's perfect. So if the ball goes off the Griffin's toe, you gotta watch another video. Flag and foul video. Out of bounds video. Secret Nick and video. Video, video. Video, video. Video, video! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.